0: They, my dear friends, are going to be your biggest mirrors, okay? They will instantly reflect any insecurity that you have, right? Any trauma you've been through, anything that isn't serving you, they will reflect. Welcome to the Pragmatic Soul Searcher podcast, where we cover all things life, mindset, and manifestation in ways that make your logical mind sing. I'm Ellie Wang, international actor, singer, entrepreneur, and mindset alignment coach. And I'm finally out of the decade-long spiritual closet to share with you all of life's truths and hacks. So if you're ready to level up, it's time for the best ride of your life. Oh, my soul searchers, we are in episode eight. This is crazy. So in episode eight, I am going to be talking about relationships, specifically how to communicate in relationships. And this is obviously a hot topic because a lot of the time relationships tend to end or they tend to fail because of a lack of communication or a lack of effective communication. So I want to make sure that I touch on it. I want to offer you my top seven tips that I hope is going to be helpful. Whether you're in a relationship or not, this is going to be helpful Re regardless, because you want to make sure that you have it in your conscious mind before you attract your beautiful man or your beautiful woman. Okay, so for me and my husband, we've been together for about nine years. That's crazy. And before that, we were best friends for two years. So we've been together for a hot minute and of course if you were to ask my husband he would say well it took her long enough to wake up and pull me out of the friend zone and true 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 you know I woke up eventually and it's been awesome ever since so obviously it hasn't been all rainbows and butterflies we wouldn't be human otherwise right we are you know growing learning and we're trying to do that together. So these tips, hopefully they will help you because it has helped us first things first, you want to make sure that you know how to honor yourself. And I'm not talking in a narcissistic way. I'm talking honoring your growth honoring your belief systems, honoring your journey, honoring the fact that you are still exploring life. In fact, back when I was, uh, friends with my husband, before we officially got together, you know, I was dating other guys and they would never last because I wasn't really tuned in to the things I wanted right? I wasn't tuned into me honoring who I was. So I was attracting people that weren't doing the same. So it's just super important. And trust me, I didn't really know who I was back then. Don't get me wrong. But at the very least, I, you know, I had finally come to this point before I finally opened my eyes to my husband. (laughs) where I was like, no, like this is the life I want to lead. I want to explore in this direction, right? I'm going to honor that. I want enough space. I want someone to respect the career that I'm in, uh, especially as an actor, right? And a singer performer, not everybody's respectful of that and understands that life, right? I want to honor those decisions. And I know myself enough to know how I operate okay? And and the moment I gave myself permission to be me at the time, I'm obviously a different version of me today, but at that time, then I attracted to me somebody who gave me that space to grow, right? Who understood from the ground up what an entertainer's life would be, how he would potentially support me in that. And these weren't things I had to force in my husband, it was just a natural thing because I stood my ground in myself and understood that energetically. So number one is first honor yourself, all right? And you'd be surprised how you can either transmute a current relationship or attract to you one that will honor you too. Two is... They, my dear friends, are going to be your biggest mirrors, okay? They will instantly reflect. Any insecurity that you have, right? Any trauma you've been through, anything that isn't serving you, they will reflect. But on the other hand, because we're talking belief systems and we're talking energy as well, it's non-discriminate. They will also reflect all the good stuff within you. It's just no one talks about the good stuff, right? We're always talking about the bad stuff because these are the things we want to solve. So On that note, just know that they will be your biggest triggers, your biggest mirrors. They're there with you most of the time, so it's like going about your day or living in your house with a mirror perpetually in hand, all right? So you wanna make sure that you are really, really aware of that and also understand that they are going to be the ones that help you grow further. They are going to be the ones that will allow you to learn more about what no longer serves you because they're going to mirror it to you. If you are consciously aware, then you can go, huh, what was this situation about? Is it because of something they said? And oh, because I'm aware now that I got triggered by what they said, does it You know, connect to maybe a childhood thing. Maybe it's something my mom always said to me and so that's why I was hurt. You wanna be able to be your own detective in these situations because they will play that role for you, okay? So that's number two in terms of how to be aware of that. And number three, because you're going to be aware of that, my biggest tip for you is to make sure (laughs) that when you communicate to them, you want to make sure that you add yourself in the equation as you communicate to them that maybe they've hurt you or you know something that they've done or that they didn't do or they said or they didn't say hurt you. You want to make sure that you communicate it to them without putting blame. I think this is something that's really important for all of us to understand consciously because you know, that is tough to do when you are hurt and because you love them so much, it's very difficult in the moment in that hurt or angered state. uh, It's difficult not to blame. So if you can just bring conscious awareness into that moment, find the strength, right, to communicate it to them in the best way possible. That isn't about blaming, it's going to help you actually get to the juice of the conversation at hand. Because a lot of the time it falls apart before you even get to resolving what you actually need to talk about. <laughs> All right, so in order to get through that, make sure that you find awareness and put it in a way that isn't blaming them. Number four is obviously connected to number three, which is try as hard as you can to use neutral language. And like I was saying before, because you're going to be adding yourself in the equation, it's not going to be you, 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 right? You're going to be adding yourself in the conversation. The neutrality is going to be a lot easier. One example would be if I were to be triggered by my husband because he said, uh, you know, or had done something or didn't do something. Sometimes the not doing can be more hurtful than the doing, right? And so what I will do is if I'm bothered in the moment, the best thing for me, which by the way is part two of this tip, is to make sure that you communicate it to them immediately. Because the passive aggressive thing, which I used to do because I didn't know better, It just eats you up inside and then the conversation is going to be a blow up because you have held it in for so long. And this poor person who, by the way, is with you doesn't even know that you've been holding it in for that long. So they're going to be like, why are you going off the rails all of a sudden? Like they're already starting off not on the same page. So it's a muscle to definitely practice, but try to practice the moment I feel hurt, the moment I'm triggered by something, then I'm going to find the next best moment for the both of us. Cause obviously if he's busy or if she's busy, like give them the space and then find a neutral moment for the both of you to sit down and talk about it, let it go, release it. So With neutral language between me and my husband what I tend to do is I will say hey honey I would love can I talk to you about something. Most of the time they're not dummies right they're also operating in energy they can feel that within the tone of can I talk to you about something they know it's going to be serious they know it's something you need to get off your chest so most of the time they're just going to say sure honey let's Sure. Let's talk. Let's be open about this. And when you have the floor, then do yourself due diligence and make sure you say, hey, look, there was a moment there that I noticed that you fill in the blank, right? You didn't do this or you said this or whatever. And you can even, just as I said, right, spell out the fact that you're not blaming them. You could even say, this is not to blame at all. I'm just noticing that it was a trigger for me. So maybe it's playing into a belief system I haven't quite identified yet. Do you see how this is all very neutral language? (laughs) I'm telling you, it helps, all right? It helps that person not also be roped in so quickly. They can also listen to you with an observer point of view. So I would normally say, you know, it's definitely triggering me. It's definitely reflecting something within me that I'm, I, I will need some time to reflect on, but you know, I would love to discuss it with you to see if, right, we can come to a bit of a a neutral ground on what to do or what not to do, what to say, what not to say, or at least can I let you know that I would prefer xyz. Whatever the situation is for you, make sure that you tell it to them in as neutral, (laughs) in as neutral language as possible, right, in, uh, the most balanced way you can okay and the reason why I'm flexible in my language here is because I get it when you're angry you're angry when you're upset you're upset right it's it's um you can only do the best you can in that moment um so if you're obviously too angry or you're too upset have a moment to yourself first. Make sure you release the bulk of that before you converse with him. Unless obviously you're with him or you're with her and she's already noticing, oh, you know, he's not happy or she's not happy. All right, so neutral language. And you see how the neutrality of that language is so much easier when you bring yourself into the equation, right? When you did this, I definitely noticed that I felt this and it's possibly reflecting, right? Certain things in my past or whatever it is. So, you know, at least they know that it's a conversation between the both of you, not a blaming where you're taking yourself out of the picture. All right. Number five is making sure that you compromise in balance. So a lot of the time, these conversations will come to certain compromises. And also a lot of the time, in fact, probably all of the time, no, most of the time, right? My husband would usually say, oh, I I didn't even mean that at all. In fact, and then they will actually tell their point of view, which pretty much solves the situation at hand immediately. You'll go, oh, right. So we were clearly on both pages. And a lot of the time, my husband will say, right in the future, I will notate that the not doing of this or the doing of this or the saying or the not saying actually triggers you. So I'm going to support you and help you by rephrasing right? Or making sure I do my best in doing this or not doing this. Okay. And it goes both ways. There might be times where your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or (laughs) fiance, whatever it is, um, you know, they might do the same for you. And then it's up to you to say, Oh wow, no, I didn't mean it that way. And I will definitely moving forward, try to, you know, change it in different ways so that we're both happy. But the balance and compromise is you want to make sure that you draw the line. If the compromise starts compromising you, if it starts compromising your ability to grow, your ability to be freely who you are, then that's something you want to be very wary of because then it's not about trying to get on the same page within a conversation. Then it's about, are we growing in two different directions? So be very wary of what these compromises are. These are little compromises I'm talking well, little quote unquote, but they're not compromises that compromise who I am as a person. Does that make sense? So that's tip number five for you. And it's a really, really important one. Number six is then allow for space. Once you've had that conversation, just give it a moment. Breathe. Go your separate ways for a little bit. Go for a walk. Go watch your favorite TV show. Like not your favorite TV show, your favorite TV show right? Have a moment and come home to you again, where you don't have to worry about compromising with the other person, right? Like have that space first. Cause a lot of the time in relationships, what I've noticed is once you have patched up, it's, you know, exciting and everything's good. And suddenly you're doing things together. Everything's together, together, you know, maybe there's makeup sex. I don't know, but what you want to do is then you want to come home to you. Ooh, Crazy car. You want to come home to you and do some reflection, right? This is also a part of the putting yourself in the equation. It's like, hmm, what was that trigger about? Because the more you can be your own detective this way, the more this conversation or this argument or this discomfort that you have with your partner and what he or she is reflecting within you, that will slowly dissipate the more you get clearer on what that trigger was communicating to you. All right, and then number seven is the obvious one, which is do something fun together. A lot of the time after um, my husband and I would have... Uh, quote-unquote argument a lot of the time it doesn't even feel like an argument because we're talking like very calmly and we're you know obviously when we're frustrated we're frustrated and we show it but when we're trying to have these kinds of conversations um they you know even if there's tension it's it's communicated as well as we can in the moment But what we will normally do is sometimes my husband will surprise me. He will, you know, bring home flowers or he'll buy me gummy bears because I really love gummy bears. He's like, I feel like that's your version of flowers, like gummy snakes, (laughs) gummy bears, (laughs) like candy. Um, But then, you know, and again... It's not, the guy doesn't have to surprise you with anything. I'm just saying that's what my husband does on occasion or sometimes we'll cook together or we'll do something fun or we'll watch a movie and cuddle up on the couch together. You know, nothing crazy, but we will solidify that uh, conversation and the resolution with the doing something together, which then brings us back into the present. It brings us back into this new up-leveled space that we have, um, grown together in. So it's just a a beautiful closure. All right. I hope that was helpful. Um, I know they were they were pseudo tips, but they were also more about like, hey, look, if you can be aware of these components, you're going to be right as rain. And a lot of the time you're dealing with someone you really love. So most of the time when you can really look past your anger and frustration, you're going to get that if this person really is for you and you want to make this work and they are there to support you, they will truly listen. And they will truly allow space, especially when you're presenting it without blame. All right, my beautiful friends, I hope this is helpful. If you found this helpful, definitely share it with a friend who might be in need of an episode like this. Or you can share it on your stories. Make sure to tag me so that I can shout you out. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, definitely like and subscribe. Or if you're listening to this podcast on one of the platforms, definitely like and give a review. So the more reviews I get, the more it can be supported and the more I can continue reaching more people and helping more people, motivating more people, inspiring more people, and all that beautiful jazz. And uh, we can all rise together. But until then, I wish you a beautiful day and a beautiful week, and I want you to shine your authentic light unapologetically. All right, I'll see you in the next one.